spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. So we got the Phoenix, um, uh, the city of Phoenix is going to have to do something and clean up uh, the issue in downtown Phoenix. There are a lot of homeless people in the encampment. You and I went and visited it. It is, it is a... It is. It's a mess. It is a sad, sad mess. That's being kind. I am being. It is kind. a dystopian nightmare yeah. where we are watching people die on a weekly basis and slowly go to their death. Yeah. And the city of Phoenix is making it easy for them. Shame on you. Okay. What do you do? Because now they've got you know a certain amount of time to clean things up, to put people in in the right places, to try and get them help. Here's the latest idea. Not from the city of Phoenix, necessarily, but here is the latest idea. Um, build an encampment, build some sort of a campground for people who experience homelessness. So you'd have to find a place, um, a big place, but this is this is how you would do it. You would build some sort of a place. Maybe there's, you know... You got a certain piece of land. Okay. You put bathrooms on that land. The one thing they don't have in downtown Phoenix to that encampment is a single bathroom. Yeah. And boy, you know it. Well, they do. It's called the ground. It's It's called called the sidewalk. It's called anywhere they want to go. Right. So this new, I don't know what to call it, a campground, it would basically have bathrooms there. All right. I don't know if that's a porta potty. I don't know if they're going to do plumbing. I have no idea. Uh, but the city could erect a camp a campground for people experiencing homelessness. It could be complete with bathrooms. Where would it go? I don't know. Uh, would there be businesses? And and what if you're a business and you're still living nearby? I, I don't think anybody wants to live near so, a so homeless we're, encampment. We're, we're, we're not it. addressing it. We're not trying to fix it. We're no. just trying to move it somewhere where they can continually, comfortably, slowly but surely die. Okay, but if you move it somewhere. And it's not near a business, and it's not near homes, because it, it, there are homes in right down in that encampment. There are tiny homes, right, that people live in down there. And in their front yard, guess what? You got people that are, that are you know, doing their thing. So if you were to move it to a place where there's nothing there, is that the best idea? Because I don't know what else you do. I don't know. What, how are you going to move a thousand people? Where are you going to put these people? Got to put them somewhere. Or you try to make it as hard as possible for them to survive on the streets so they start making choices that are not this. I don't know what the choice is. Well, the choice is eventually uh, you're probably going to die otherwise. Probably. So, uh, which, and the, oh, Chad, that sounds mean. No, you're right. It's just better that we continue to allow them to die slowly on the streets with the help of everybody else around. I mean, the city of Phoenix has ignored these people. Yeah. And this is no way for anybody to live. It's disgusting down there. Yeah, I, I it's think disgusting. I think if we're going to be serious about it, it's like everything. At some point in time, stop pretending that allowing them to do this is some sort of caring and compassion. It is not. It is absolutely the opposite of that. You are helping them. You're becoming enablers. Mm. It's time to get serious about but it. How do you help people who don't want to stop feeding them? Stop giving them everything they need so they can survive because all they're doing is getting closer and closer slowly to death without and we're 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 pushing it under the rug and we're hiding it. So now we're going to move them out in the middle of somewhere where where are we going to move them that's going to go, "Yeah, bring them here." Yeah, I, are no. we taking them to the desert? No, I don't know. I know, man. There is not an easy fix. No. There's just not. 
But I know what they shouldn't be doing, and that's living in that encampment with no bathroom, with drugs on the street. Uh, we saw people doing drugs. We saw prostitutes. We saw people selling drugs. We saw you know, what was you've, you've had two dead bodies in the two last dead bodies. Yeah, you know, you had a murder, and then you had a body that we don't even know that was burned in a giant garbage can. Yeah, you've had, I mean, the, the numerous amounts of things, and and I just feel like. Continuing to, you know, it's continuing to feed them, continuing to allow stuff and not making it so, hey, I got to wake up one day and have a choice. Uh, Because as we all know, if you continue to enable people who are in particular on drugs, uh, they'll continue to do whatever they can to stay there. It's a lot of drugs and a lot of mental illness in that encampment. It is. It is sad. It is. Um, I have a question for you. I have an answer. Uh, What would you consider a dumb phone? Uh, Flip phones, yeah. old school, very limited access, if no access to the internet, text only. Now, wait a minute. Why would anyone want that? Uh, and it's coming back. It is. The Gen Z in particular is bringing it back because they, I think they're inundated social media. They're inundated with a lot of different things. Uh, so wait, tell me what this phone will do again. Uh, it'll make phone calls, which You'll is call. terrifying. No one's going to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially a young. Do you know the younger generation? You know, you know what you know what they're afraid of now? Calling the pizza place. Oh, jeez. But it, all you're going to be able to do is text old style too, where it's like you got to text A at number one, <laughs> right. and then if you want to, okay, I'm going to I'm going to type the word about nine. So you got to go A, and then one two for B, oh, and gosh. you got to because. Well, the reality is, is uh, I think people are inundated. They're frustrated. Too much social media, too much work, too much of this. If they cut down and make it simple, they can take some pressure off their life. So this should be good. I would think it would be good. Okay, so. I've thought about it. You have thought about I've it. I've thought about it at times, but because of my work, it's it's nearly impossible. Yeah, you uh, can't do it. Yeah, you know, but but if you're but if you're what what age are we talking about? Well, Gen Z, so it would be like my son's age, right? Isn't that up until like what twenty three ish, twenty two? You know, I don't right. know when millennials you know start and kind of thing. I would think that every kid wants an iPhone. They don't want a flip phone. They no, see my kids would lose their mind. If what? If they had to do this. My son got excited answering the phone at a hotel one day because he'd never answered a phone that was attached to the wall. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's like, Dad, have you ever done this before? How do you even call? What is this? It's, it's like he was calling his, who can we call, right? You know, like, Mom, was, I'm on a phone. He was. He thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah. You should show him a pay phone. Do we have any pay phones still in the valley? No, no, That's no. Good, good. Yeah. You don't want to touch that. Yeah, when you go to a pay phone, no. usually what you find there is crime. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I... I a lot of people are trying to do this because it's a way of cutting out, I think, stress. Or you could just delete your your whatever. You're a whatever people app. You want willpower. Well, you know? so, so you buy something that will force you to not be able to download TikTok. Yeah, it's almost like giving yourself your own digital detox, okay. but still being able to reach you. Still, still being able to reach you in a way. Yeah. Yeah, the flip phone, which, by the way... I always thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know? But the way that it worked, it's so, I mean, goodness gracious, it's 20 years old. Well, their new ones phone. now are pretty, they've got some where you can kind of get on the internet and you can look you at can like kind the, of? you can look at the bare minimum. You're not looking, you're not, you know, it's not TikTok kind of awesomeness. Yeah. But, you know, you can, you know, maybe answer an email here or there. But look, 
I got no problem with it. No, no, no. no. I mean, like I said, if I didn't, because of my job, because of what we do, if I didn't have to, I'd probably have a flip phone. Yeah, I think a lot of kids get the anxiety from social media. They get, there's too much going on. Yeah. Their brains are keep they keep going and going and going and going, and they can't shut it down. Well, if you have this phone, you, you can't really start it up. Yeah. And it's also forcing you to, one of the other things they said, it's also forcing you to have conversations. Oh, how about that? You know, because the texting becomes annoying going, and and the kids, they text thousands of times a day. Yeah. Thousands of times a day. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious, man. Coming up next, why are gas prices higher in Arizona than almost anywhere in the country? We're going to get an answer to that next. Oh, these gas prices are dead to me. Oh, they're killing me, Chad. Killing me. So get this. A gallon of gas was about $3.77 in Phoenix on March 1st. Three seventy-seven beginning of March. Now, four fifty-four. Four fifty-four. So we got that going for us. Uh, why are gas prices so high in Arizona? Uh, let's ask our buddy uh, Dennis Hoffman. He is, of course, a longtime economics professor, ASU. Dennis, what do you got? Why are we paying so much for gas? Uh, it's miserable. It's, it's absolutely miserable. I look today, I've never seen us this close to L.A. Yep. in gas prices yep. uh, before. Uh, so, you know, if you're driving over to the ball game, it's, uh, uh, you know, the good news is I guess you don't have to pay that much more for gas. The bad news is you're paying a lot to begin with. So uh, it's a uh, it's a tough deal. Seasonal issues, demand issues. It's a lot of the same thing. Uh, we have the seasonal turnover and blend that puts upward pressure on price. We got more drivers that puts upward pressure on price. But we don't usually go up a buck a gallon uh, when L.A. only went up like thirty cents a gallon. It's usually those L.A. refineries that are the culprits, and not so much this time. Looks like some West Texas refineries doing maintenance is uh, part of the problem. But, you know, fundamentally, we just need more competition, more capital investment, more refineries, or we're going to have to go through this pain a lot. Hmm. Uh, So, you know, I always say we missed out on the deal with the Saudis and the alfalfa fields. We should have brokered the deal to uh, require them to put a refinery in there as well. You know what, Dennis, uh, who wants to take on the uh, buying refinery? There are refineries for sale in the Gulf Coast. Nobody wants to touch them because the regulations are so ridiculous. Even trying to to retrofit them would be a nightmare. It's complex. You've got owners of capital that don't want to throw capital in that direction. Why? Because of government, because of taxes, because of regulations. Chad, that's part of it, but that's not all of it. You know what the rest of it is? They don't think they can make any money on these things 10 years from now because we're all going to be driving battery-powered cars. So part of this is just the pressure of the marketplace. It's fun to blame government for everything, and it's usually culpable, right? But this is some market winds blowing here, and capital investors – in oil and in oil distribution, uh, don't want to throw their capital in that direction. Their shareholders don't want them to do that. 
uh, because they don't foresee long-term benefits from it. Talking to Dennis Hoffman, longtime economics professor at ASU. Why is it that Tucson is like three eighty-nine, and we're like four fifty or five well, bucks here? They're always a little cheaper because they have a greater access to West Texas refineries than they do the L.A. and West Coast refineries. And so usually, again, when we get these spikes, uh, it's the L.A. refineries that are culprits. So their fuel went up. It didn't go up as much as ours. They're up about 50 cents, it looks to me. Uh, we're up a buck. And so that's, you know, they save a little bit because they got direct pipelines in from West Texas. And and we have to have our shipped in. But we need more people shipping. Uh, I don't know. You guys want to drive a truck? I don't know. It doesn't sound that attractive <laughs> no, to me. No. But, uh, you know, that's kind of our problem. So what was the high? In, it wasn't like uh, last summer. Didn't we hit like 570 a gallon? No, I think no? 502, something like that. Don't make it worse than it was. It was like 502, something like that. Okay. Um, now, did some people pay 570? Probably. <laughs> you know, uh, that was the average. Um, so, uh, you know, we're going to have to weather this storm. But the blend turnover is a is part of it to try to keep our, our fuel blends and keep our air clean. Uh, driving is part of it. I heard Detour Dan talking about all the traffic on the road today. Um, you know, we just need to drive a little less if that's possible. You know, many of us need to drive, right? That's it. Hey, Dennis, uh, you know, normally we get a bump this time of year, obviously, as we head towards Memorial Day, and then it starts to taper off back down, picks up again about, let's say, Labor Day, and then it goes back down. Are we going to continue to see a rise up and through Memorial Day, or is this kind of that that big push that we would normally see as we got closer to Memorial Day? I got a feeling it's 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 most of the big push is really here. The seasonal turnover is is now happening, and I think we got maintenance issues. Those maintenance issues will go by the by. We don't usually this get this kind of bump from West Texas uh, in in terms of uh, the refineries. It, you know, again, usually when this happens, I just simply go to the wholesale prices and look West Coast versus West Texas, and it's the West Coast that's the culprit, but not this time. Right. So, to, you know, our friends in L.A. and in Shirts. San Diego, they're not seeing big bumps. Their their prices look to me within twenty cents of our prices. Man. When has that ever been the case? Right? Uh, you know their taxes are huge there. Yeah, uh, it's not taxes here. It's not gas taxes. That's for sure. All right. Hey, Dennis. Thanks, man. Always appreciate it. You guys be well and uh, try to save some money. All right. Yeah, thanks, man. Dennis Hoffman, he uh, joins us when it comes to economy, gas prices, that kind of stuff. Longtime economics professor at ASU. Got to rattle off the storm again. 485 in L.A. today, or California. Terrible. 485 is the average. 485 in California. Yeah, and they've got like $28 in in taxes. And we're almost almost there. We're almost there. We are right. So we are third highest in the nation. That's and we understand Arizona. why Hawaii's really high, right? Yeah, like, we get that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Coming up next. Coming up. Um, it was uh, one of the most deadly migrant tragedies ever. It happened on the border. And is the president of Mexico blaming us? Is that what he's doing? We'll uh-huh. talk about it next. It's the Gators and Jack Show. Yeah. Hey, um... 
Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun. He tried to play his first home game like a month ago, and he was in. He was practicing right before. Uh, the game, and he and he twisted his ankle. Breaking news. He just jumped up and hit his head. No, got he out of not. play basketball. No. <laughs> he, so he's supposed to play tonight. This is like uh, his second attempt at a home debut. So uh, let's check in on him. He's warming up. Okay. Uh, joining us now uh, at the Footprint Center is the wise man, uh, Steve Zinsmeister. Uh, Steve, you're watching uh, uh, a Kevin Durant warm up. Has he hurt himself yet? No. Okay, all right, all right. That's a good start. Fantastic. He's right. good. A wordsmith. That's uh, so what I keep telling everybody, man. Steve, just wordsmith. Uh, can I talk about another team real quick? Let's do it. The Arizona Cardinals called me today. They did. They did. Fantastic. Becky Lynn, did you hear about this? I got a big call from the Arizona Cardinals today. No, I didn't. Well, Please, tell us more. You know, I'm a season ticket holder. Oh, that's right. And um, I, honestly, who wants to go see this team next year? It's who not wants me. to see them more than you, right? Because uh, they're uh, solid. And they just, uh, uh, it is a fortress. <laughs> The nest is a fortress. So they left me a message. Should we listen to it? Yeah. Okay. Hi, it's the Arizona Cardinals ticket office. It looks like we have not yet received your season ticket deposit. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> it must be in the mail. I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> the due date was March 16th. And- Uh-oh. What's the date today? 30, tw- 27th? 29th. 29th? Oh. 27th? Wow, I 29th. really missed it. It's okay. the 29th. All right. The one-week grief period has now passed. Yeah. We are giving an additional and final extension. Yeah, I bet. I bet they're giving everybody an extension. Until Friday, March 31st. Uh, Still no. Please log into your account manager or give us a quick call. Seats that are not paid by that date will be canceled and made available to other season ticket members. So you can see improvement. Good. Thank you very much for your support well, as a okay. season ticket member. And have a good rest of your day. Hi. Why would people who already have season tickets want your season tickets? Uh, people that are already season ticket no, members. No, no. People that would want season tickets could have my seats because I'm not renewing. Oh, so this, my seats will 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 go up for grabs. But this is funny. This is like the third week. <laughs> like they've extended it to me. <laughs> like, it would have been a little bit more. Um, they're you know trying to convince you to renew those tickets. She sounded like a robocall a little bit, didn't she? Um, hey, what's going on? No, yeah, just taking she, care well, of. She's, she's selling that, for the Cardinals. Listen, that sounds like a defeated human being. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, kind of right? You're right. I mean, they're calling. And they're trying to get people to renew their tickets, uh, and that team is. Going to be horrific next year. They're going to. It's a. It's a rebuild. That's so a, it's a you down as a rebuild. maybe. So I'm a zero. I'm a, I'm a zero. No, no. I, I again. I mean, I was I was selling the tickets last year, and I like going to the Cardinals games. But this, I can't go. Well, let's be game. real. If you want to go to the Cardinals game, yeah. and you want to go to an oh, I just I oh. want to go to one game. It's not like it's going to be hard to get tickets. I forgot they raised their ticket prices. Uh, really? Yes. They actually they actually went up. The goal, right? The unmitigated temerity of that team. Temerity! I guess they figured people weren't going to renew them, so they're going to have to get everybody who did. Hey, can you pay wow. more to watch a team lose? Because, again, I don't, I don't think I've seen them win in two years in that building. Anyway, hey, uh, what's the new TikTok phenomenon? Uh, you're putting a bucket on somebody's head for no reason whatsoever <laughs> while they're shopping and alone. Uh, somebody who's smaller than you. Right. And then apparently you, they you film, film you yeah. and you're kind of freaking out because somebody put a bucket on your head. <laughs> and they do this by finding somebody who is non-threatening, usually alone. Okay. Uh, and then they think it's hilarious because kids are stupid. 
I just want to ask you, because you know this. When I look at you, I'm like, you're somebody I don't want to screw with. You know, you're bald. You got tattoos. You're muscular, right? You've got a you've got a, a, a look on your face like I could tear your throat out. And like, if you look at me, it looks like I'm ready to go drink some wine right in now. California. Yeah, it looks like you're okay. ready to go sailing. So, <laughs> so, so if someone puts a bucket on your head, what is Chad Benson going to do? I'm going to take the bucket <laughs> off and beat you because <laughs> you a you've touched me, right? So right. that's weird. I don't know who you are. No. Uh, so I would, yeah, I would probably, and that's why they say they, they try to focus on somebody smaller yeah. and who's alone. Oh, jeez. So, but you know, one of the other thing is buzzing. I was trying to figure out what it is. This is also the new thing. Buzzing? Where you take Burt's, is it Burt's bees? Bees, whatever it is, and you put it on your eyelids, which is this chapstick, and apparently it's <laughs> supposed to make you high. Because <laughs> kids are stupid. <laughs> Jeez. The look on Becky Lynn's face of smirkery yeah. was, she was like, are you kidding me? Put it on your eyelids. That's yeah. weird. And they're showing people, they put it on their eyelids, it's supposed to give you a buzz, that's what they call it, buzzing. Yeah, yeah. so uh, putting it on your lips couldn't possibly have any any effect on anybody, right? But put it on your eyelids. Well, and yeah, then, let's do this stupid and thing. They, yeah, I... I, I <laughs> <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Remember when it was just like, how many kids can we get into the the VW bug, yeah, right? Like, oh, my God. Now it's like, hey, I got a great idea. Let's jump off a mountain and we'll put a bucket on your head while we eat Tide Pods. Because remember, people used to swallow goldfish, goldfish. back in the 50s. That's sushi now. <laughs> I swallowed a goldfish. It wasn't that, it wasn't that bad. You pay good money for that now, yeah. right? <laughs> I think they cleaned that out of my colon when I got a colonoscopy. Fantastic. It was that goldfish we called Fuzzy it when was I was Ponyo. seven years old. It was Ponyo. <laughs> All right, we'll hand it over to Becky Lynn. She's got to Arizona. <laughs> Found Nemo. <laughs> All right, go KD. Uh, we're fine. Deal with it.